Welcome to the 24 Flicks Entertainment Podcast. Get the latest in entertainment news. Listen to exciting and powerful interviews from artists, actors, directors, writers, comedians, and much, much more. Introducing your host for the show, Marty Jean-Louis. Hello and welcome to another edition of the 24 Flicks Entertainment Podcast. I have a wonderful guest for you today. Her name is Lindsay McCabe. She is a singer, a songwriter, she is an actress, and she is also a nurse practitioner. Lindsay, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. So you've been singing for a while. Um, let's talk about your singing career. How did it all start for you? Sure. I have been singing ever since I was a very young child. My parents put me in Christian schools, so I was always singing and acting in musicals, and I also was a worship leader. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, so been a worship leader in many churches in Missouri and now Florida. I've been here for over 10 years now. It has flown by. And when I was younger, I did a lot of writing. I wrote poems and I wrote speeches. I was really involved in Missouri Right to Life. So I wrote pro-life speeches and I always loved music, played a little bit of the piano, played the flute. And I just thought, you know, I think I want to start writing songs. And so I took some songwriting classes and I had a great teacher and he said to me, why is it that you want to write songs? And I, you know, I thought about it for a second and then he answered for me. He said, it's because you have something to say. And I said, yes, that's right. That is why I do have something to say. So (laughs) I write, (laughs) I write Christian music with scripture infused lyrics and that is very deliberate and um, because scripture is so powerful when my music does have an impact I know that that's why because it's, it's paraphrase, paraphrase scripture um, I, I deliberately um, do that in all of my my music and all the songs that I write and so you know I like you mentioned I went to school to be a nurse practitioner I don't have a degree in music But I did a lot of lessons and, you know, self-taught in a way. And I started going to conferences like Immerse in Nashville for uh, Christian songwriters and musicians. And then, of course, got involved in your um, wonderful International Christian Film and Music Festival. And so I just learned that way and did my own research and I ended up meeting someone in Nashville who produced my music and co-wrote the songs with me. And I didn't have any connections. I (laughs) didn't have formal, formal degrees, but um, just a year, a year or so after my album was released, I got a chance to open for Jeremy Camp and amazing, miraculous things happened. I've got to stop you there. Opening for Jeremy Camp. You know, we've got to go into details about that. Now, how did that happen? Not because that doesn't happen to everybody to open for a mega star like Jeremy Camp. No, that's what I mean. It was a miraculous thing. <laughs> so, um, and I, you know, one of my songs that I wrote is called Impossible. And I just, you know, when the Bible says 
that he can do more than we could ever ask or imagine. I really believe that. And I think if anyone has the right to dream, it's a Christian because it's the Lord that gives us our dreams and he gives us these gifts and these desires for a reason to, to bring him glory. And so I ended up just bothering the right people and um, talking, you know, just, Hey, I'm Lindsay McCabe. Here's my music. And so I actually was working on singing for night of praise, which is actually an annual event sponsored by the Advent health system that I work at as a nurse practitioner. And it, it took probably a year and a half of me saying, Hey, here's my music. Hey, remember me? Hey, I'm Lindsay, you know? So being persistent without being too annoying, hopefully. (laughs) And, um, so I was finally able to get in touch with the right people and they said, you know what? Yeah, you can, you can open for, for Jeremy for this next year. And I was just so happy to do that. That happened in November of 2019. And this year, the night of praise was canceled, unfortunately, like many other things. Right. And so uh, that makes me even more grateful to have had an opportunity like that. And Jeremy Camp is a great guy. I mean, for me, I was starstruck because I had listened to him since I was young. And, and to share the stage with him was amazing. And he's really down to earth and just a very genuine, sweet person. And so um, that was the best birthday present ever. I opened for him a day after my birthday last year. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So let's go back a bit. Um, Were you ever told by anyone, whether it's a nice way or in a harsh way, that you're you're not meant to sing or you're not meant to write? Maybe this is not the thing for you? Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think I think all creative people are told that I really do. I mean, I, I don't think many people get a hundred percent positive feedback from everybody. (laughs) But, um, I know my mother was concerned about it. I, when I was in high school, I said, I want to go to acting school. I want to go to LA and I want to go to Hollywood. And she was like, Oh no, you don't, you know? (laughs) Um, but her hesitation was more because the secular world does not put out the same message that of course is my goal. And, um, so I think she was probably wise to, to steer me away from that considering, what has come out of, of Hollywood. Um, so, you know, but even when I went into Nashville, uh, I went to Christian music conferences in Nashville and I had people say, um, I think you you would be a good group singer, but I, I wouldn't go solo. <laughs> or, um, I did have some people say, uh, you're probably never going to be on the radio. So I don't want you to be disappointed. And, um, I actually have been on the radio <laughs> and that's something I didn't think would happen, you know? So I, just anybody who's listening to this podcast that, that has those dreams, I would say don't ignore them. You have those you have those dreams and those desires for a reason because I certainly did not think that I would be opening for Jeremy Camp and have my music played on radio stations and nominated for best yeah, for artist of the year at the International Christian Film and Music Festival. Um, those are all amazing gifts that I didn't really expect. Honestly, I just knew that I had something to say. I knew I wanted to use my gifts to impact the world. And I have met some amazing people along the way, like you, Marty. And now you can't get rid of me. I follow you around and always (laughs) want to be involved in your stuff. (laughs) So, um, so had you given up, you would not have these opportunities so how did it make you feel when people were telling you this? Did you ever think of giving up and maybe doing something else? 
I definitely had moments where I thought, what are you doing? You're in your 30s. You work in medicine. Just be quiet and see your patients every day. You know, I mean, I definitely had those those thoughts. And, you know, that's another thing that I believe is that you can have more than one dream and you can do more than one thing. And maybe you can't do it all at once. Um, I, when I became a registered nurse, I worked as a nurse for a while and um, would, would do some acting on the side. And then I took a break from music and acting and got my master's to be a nurse practitioner. And now that I'm done with that, I'm back trying to do more music and acting. And so sometimes you can't do everything at once, but um, you can do a lot. And I, um, so, so yes, for sure. I mean, I would feel silly. I mean, I, I have, I have medical friends and then I have creative friends. And so my medical friends would be like, what are you doing, Lindsay? We're going to the beach on the weekend and you're auditioning <laughs> for a, a movie. <laughs> and then my creative friends would be like, Oh, that's interesting. So you're a nurse in real life and you play them in, in film sometimes, you know? <laughs> so, um, I know people thought I was crazy and people probably still do. And I think that, um, I think creative people are accused of being crazy a lot, but it's just, we can't help it, you know? <laughs> true, true. So who did you grow up listening to music-wise? Uh, in other words, who influenced your style of music? Well, when I was really young, I definitely listened to all the classics, you know, Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith and Stephen Curtis Chapman. I did listen to Jeremy Camp. He's a little younger than all of those, but um, I really loved Jackie Velasquez. I loved her music. I used to sing her songs in church. And she was actually the one who read the nominations for um, one, of, one of the things I was nominated for at, at your Christian music festival. And, and I was able to meet her. And so that was amazing, too. It's like, wow, I grew up listening to you. And now I'm at an award ceremony with you. Um, so she was big. And then just some of the recent people that I love, I'm, I actually like a lot of different genres of music. I'm, my music is contemporary Christian music and pop, but I really like hip hop too. I like Holland. I actually went to school for one year uh, at Missouri Baptist University in St. Louis, and that is where Flame uh, went to school. His, his real name is Marcus, but you know he does hip hop. And I didn't even realize that he made it big until I moved to Florida and I brought him up and somebody said, Oh yeah, he's won Dove Awards. And I thought, Oh wow, I lost touch with him. I didn't realize that, <laughs> you know, he made it big. So I really like all kinds of, of music. And um, so I, I really like, you know, everything from Christian rap to R and B to hip hop to contemporary Christian um, to pop. So um I, I I don't sound very eclectic. My music kind of all sounds pretty um, CCM, but um, when I'm by myself, I dance to all kinds of, of music. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're writing music, um, where do you draw from? Is it something that happened in your life or something that you just wanted to write about? It is definitely a lot of personal experience and feelings that I have felt um, because I feel like we're all not that different. And so if I have had an emotion or, or a feeling, I'm sure somebody else has too, and they can relate, but I, you know, I try to use those emotions, especially if they're negative and respond to that feeling with, with scripture. Um, so my song invitation to peace, even before this year, <laughs> there was 
there's been a lot of anxiety and depression in the world. You know, people are on antidepressants like they never have been before, um, especially this year. You know, people have uh, a lot of my patients who never had anxiety before have anxiety, you know, and I've definitely had some hard things happen to me in my life. And I've had those times where I had to remind myself who the source of peace was. And so, you know, that's what Invitation to Peace is about. And, you know, the scripture tells us that we will have trouble. In this world, we will have trouble. But he he has overcome the world. And so, you know, I want to be countercultural with my message and my music and and have a message of hope and love, because that's what the Bible says, that, you know, how, how will they know that we are his disciples if we love one another? And so that's why my album is called Choose Love. And, um, you know, I'm very passionate about protecting the unborn. And so the song Choose Love was inspired by, you know, uh, choosing adoption or choosing an alternative to um, what our culture says is acceptable. And I actually had a friend who was 19, who was pregnant out of wedlock. And, um, you know, she ended up making the, a decision that wasn't easy to, to have a child as a, as a teen. And um, she's now in high school, her, her little daughter. And so, you know, she was part of the, the inspiration. I, I wanted to write a song to honor uh, those women who, who did have unexpected pregnancies, but, but chose to, to raise their child. And so, yes, every one of my songs is very personal and it's it's very much based on life experiences that I've had and and hopefully tying in scripture as a solution to um, what's difficult in life. Awesome. Well, let's take a listen to Invitation to Peace. That is so beautiful. Um, that's such a beautiful song. Thank you for writing that. And how has the feedback been for this particular song? I have to say it is actually probably one of the favorites on my album. Um, people say a lot about Invitation to Peace and then also Detour. Um, but I have had people relate to that song in ways that I didn't even consider. Um, I, I do mostly sing at churches. I mostly do concerts at churches and I have had people come up to me and say, you know, my, my son was just killed in the military and I needed to hear that song. I needed to, I needed to be invited to a peaceful situation. And, um, so, and that is, there's nothing better than hearing that, you know, especially when you think about how silly I have felt at times, you know, 
asking my boss off work for vacation time so I could go to Nashville and, and do an album. And, you know, my medical friends are looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? Um, and then to have someone come up to me and say, I, I've actually had more than one person say, I bought your album because I needed to hear that message or I needed that song. And I felt like I needed to write that song. And so it's just amazing to see, you know, how God uses people because I felt like I needed to, to say that and they felt like they needed to hear it. And so I don't think that's an accident. I think it's a, a miraculous work from a divine God. Wow. So talk to me about the inspiration behind Impossible. Sure. So, you know, for me, um, it directly, of course, relates to since I was a little kid, I told my mom, I want to act and I want to sing. And I think she thought I would grow out of it. <laughs> my dad said, you know, go for your dreams. My mom said, well, make sure you're not a starving artist, you know, and stay away from the crazy people in Hollywood. So, you know, she's very happy that I am, you know, I, basically my, my projects are a hundred percent faith-based and I, and I, I love that because what could possibly be more important to write about or sing about than, than what God has done for us. But, um, I basically impossible is, is for anybody who feels like something in their life is, is an impossible situation because again, back to scripture, the Bible says with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are impossible or uh, possible. So I just wanted to encourage people. I like listening to music that's upbeat, that I can dance to, that's positive, that's encouraging, that can pull me out of a slump. And that's the kind of music I wanted to write. I wanted to write the kind of music that I enjoyed listening to. So I just wanted to encourage people because I feel like I've seen a lot of miracles in my life. I've seen people healed from stage four cancer when people were diligently praying for them. And I've seen marriages restored and I've seen people healed from all kinds of trauma. And so, you know, whatever it is that you feel is, is impossible. I just wanted to, to encourage people with that song that, you know, there is no limits when we serve uh, a God who is the creator of the universe and he is capable of doing whatever we need. Awesome. Well, let's listen to it. They don't know the one whose love is unstoppable. There's no such thing, such thing as impossible. Another beautiful song, Lindsay. Thank you again for writing that. Now, 
how hard has the journey been for those that are perhaps starting out <laughs> and they want to know, you know, has it been easy? Has it been extremely difficult? <laughs> Does it seem impossible? <laughs> how has the journey <laughs> <Okay>. been? <laughs> yes. I would say just being patient is really important. So, you know, some people look at the fact that I have this album and, and think that it just happened overnight. There's only five songs on my album and it was probably a five year long process because, you know, in the midst of that, I was getting a master's degree and I had to work full time my entire life. And um, so, you know, I, I think for those out there that, that have those dreams, I would just say, be patient and just know that you don't have to do everything at once. I, I used to have thoughts like, you know, people that are big and in acting, they've been doing it since they were a kid. You know, they've had agents since they were a child and it's too late for me. I remember thinking that when I was in my 20s, I remember thinking it's too late for me to be an actor, which is silly because um, you need people of all ages in acting. <laughs> but, you know, those thoughts creep into your mind, you know, like just be realistic. Just, you know, don't be crazy. And, you know, just, just focus on having a regular quiet life. And, <laughs> but when you have, when you have those dreams that are from God, I think it's, it's going to bother you and, and you can't, you're just not comfortable unless you're, unless you're taking steps in that direction. So um, definitely just, that's what I've had to kind of remind myself. It's like, there's so many things I want to do and I can't do it all at once, but I'll do one thing at a time. You know, this year I'll focus on, my education this year. I'll, for instance, your, your festival, the first time I went, all I did was listen and go to the classes and learn and meet people. I didn't enter in, in, enter my music or enter anything into any of the contests or anything. I just went to observe. And then the next year I entered my, my stuff. And so it, it was a process for, years you know for years and years and and not knowing how to go about it and so definitely you know there were times where I did feel discouraged and I felt that I should just you know put it aside but I just couldn't do it it's just this nagging thing and I I know you understand because you're a creative person too and <laughs> I, so I do you understand. know <laughs> so let, let me so ask you um you know I've I'm around a lot of you know, musicians, singers, especially in the independent world, right? A lot of times what I find is that they want someone else to do the work for them. Um, how much work did you have to do yourself? Oh, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember them saying that in Nashville. They were saying, nobody's going to pick you up and and make you a star, you know? And I really didn't necessarily have that perspective, but I do think it's, it's sort of a false perspective that some people have, you know, people think that Tiger Woods is just good at golf. No, he's been practicing hard and long hours for years and years and years, you know? So it's, um, it, it, anybody in any kind of expertise I have found they have worked on it for years, you know, and when you hear a new artist on the radio, they're really not a new artist. They've been, they've been really putting a lot of effort towards that for 
quite some time. And so that's why I think patience is so important and persistence because it does not happen overnight and there's a lot to learn. And I've had to do, you know, all my own self-promotion. I didn't have agents. I didn't have a manager. I didn't have anybody marketing for me. I had to call churches myself and say, Hey, can I come sing at your church? And I had to call people that had ties to big things like Jeremy camp concerts and, and bother people. Nobody did that for me and I wanted to do it, but yeah, there's a lot of, of pieces behind. It's it's not just getting up there and singing on a stage. There's a lot behind that that people don't realize. And you you were told no a bunch of times, correct? Oh sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, even even at my even at churches that I had been a member of, I I you know once I moved to Florida, I called a church that I used to go to in St. Louis, a church that I used to lead worship at and I, a church that I knew the pastor well. And I said, Hey, I just opened for Jeremy camp and I've got this album. Can I come back and sing? And they said, Oh, well, we need a little bit more notice. Cause I was going to be in town anyway to visit family. And, and I just thought, I can't believe this. Like, you know me, you know me. So I think, <laughs> you know, just to be honest, I think it's like what the Bible says about, you know, you're not going to be accepted in your own territory you know, as a prophet. And, um, so it, I got yeses from people that were total strangers that I didn't expect. And I got no's from people who I would have thought would have been more helpful, you know. So it's kind of interesting how that works out. Wow. Well, so we're going to listen to your next song, which is Detour. But let me first ask you, how do you know when to make that detour? Well, for me, I just think... You do your best and you honor God and you you live your life according to what the Bible says. And if a door is shut, then obviously that's not where you're supposed to be. And you course correct, you know? And so um, <laughs> being in Florida and driving on I-4 often, I would see a lot of detour signs. And that's kind of what actually gave me the idea for the song. I thought, you know, we all have plans and that's not always how life happens. And I think for most people, they are not, if I, if I interviewed 10 people, I would say probably nine out of 10 would not have imagined that their life would be the way it is right now. You know, life doesn't usually go as planned or as expected. There are difficult roads and unexpected turns. And that's how we have to trust God. And Bible says that the footsteps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. And so that was my inspiration behind the song detour is that sometimes things are out of your control and it doesn't go the way you want, but that's, that's why we have to trust. <laughs> well, let's listen <laughs> to detour. But God, you're changing my direction. I'll trust the leading of your hand and I'll follow your detour. Sometimes I tend to wander so far from home Just to find myself lost and broke down
I've got to ask you if you had to collaborate with anyone dead or alive, who would that be? One one group I really liked growing up was Point of Grace, and they're still around. I think it would be kind of cool to sing with them. I still love Jackie Velasquez, and now living in Florida, half my friends speak Spanish, and I liked how she would, you know, infuse her songs with some Spanish lyrics. And so it would be really cool to sing with her. These days, um, you know, Holland is younger than me, but I still think I'm hip sometimes, and I like her her hip hop style. Um, so you probably just wanted one, but, um, those are probably my favorites. Awesome. Awesome. So you've been acting for a little bit now. How's that going? And what are some of the things that you've done? So I had a lead role in a film called Daniel's Lot, and it was produced by a church and Gary Berghoff had a part in that. So um, you know, people that used to watch the TV series Match thought that was cool. And just recently, I've been doing TV series. So, you know, I've been doing Daddy, We're Back and just recently joined the cast of Skits 360 TV. So um, I have had little parts in films. I had my part in Don't Say My Name. And um, I'm going to be in Tennessee next year filming a small part as a nurse, actually. Again, I just get typecasted a lot as a nurse, which is kind of <laughs> funny. And so that, that film is called Dream Score, and that'll be next year. So, you know, it's, it's not easy because I do have to work full-time and, and see patients. Right. And so everything I do is, you know, on the evening, in the evenings and the weekends, and um, sometimes I have to take vacation time off to act in film. Um, so some of my patients know that I do that and they've said sweet things to me before. Like, well, I'm glad you haven't hit it big because I need you to be my nurse <laughs> practitioner, you know? So it's, it's nice to be loved and wanted no matter where, where I'm at. And I, you know, I do feel like I was supposed to be in healthcare. I just, I feel like it's similar actually. In fact, I do have a lot of friends that, that work in medicine that are also musicians. I think there's some kind of relationship there. Um, whether you're serving people in healthcare or um, ministering them to them through music or, or Christian film production. So, so yeah, let me, I, uh, let me ask you this, Lindsay, if you had to go back to a 16 year old Lindsay McCabe to give one piece of advice, what would that be? probably relax and, you know, don't feel like you have to do everything. I remember when I was in high school, I was involved in everything. I was a cheerleader. I was on student council. I was the president for teens for life. And I was, I played the flute in the band and I acted in all the stage plays and the musicals. And there was a point where my parents were like, you know what, you're not sleeping. You need to back off. You need to choose a couple of extracurriculars this year and then, you know, flip flop next year. And I remember being really upset and thinking, no, I, I want to do everything. And, <laughs> and that's how I, I still feel that way sometimes. It's like, you know, there's so many things I want to do. There's only so much time. So, you know, I would just say, <laughs> relax, trust God, realize that things don't happen all at once and they don't happen overnight. And be patient and realize that, you know, for this year, maybe you're supposed to just 
help people with abdominal pain. And next year, maybe you can be in a film, you know? It's <laughs> there just... you go. <laughs> there you go. So, Lindsay, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me in this podcast. Uh, let me ask you, for those that want to perhaps buy your music or follow you, your journey through film and music and even uh, uh, your nursing career, how can they follow you or get your music? Yes, thanks for asking. The best way to get my music if you want to download is my website, which is very easy. It's just lindsaymccabemusic.com. And if someone does want an old-fashioned CD, I have those and I can ship those. I also have Facebook with my real name, Lindsay McCabe. That's a great way to connect because my Facebook is connected to Instagram and it's connected to my IMBD and my website's on there too. So probably the easiest way would just to find me on Facebook, Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, McCabe, M-C-C-A-B-E. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Have an amazing day. Thank you. You too. Are you looking for a safe environment to watch movies and shows? Well, look no further. 24 Flicks is your answer. You can watch thousands of movies, TV shows, without ever worrying about sexual content, nudity, or offensive language. You can get started with a free two-week trial with zero obligations. Watch on your mobile device, on your smart TV, anytime, anywhere. Sign up today on your smart device or go to www.24flix.com, the home of unlimited family entertainment.